Hey all, and welcome to Level Up. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Squeaks. Squeaks! And today we are talking about Sea of Thieves. Great game. Uh, when did you start playing this game? Uh, day one. I pre-ordered it for uh, Xbox originally, before I started mm -hmm. playing with you guys on PC. Oh, that's right. You do have that awesome controller. I do. Do you feel it plays better on PC or, or Xbox? Uh, I'm a little biased when it comes to first person on PC, so... <laughs> yeah. I, I I haven't really played it on the Xbox, but I do think it plays really well on the PC. So um, if you guys are going to have to play this, it's part of the Game Pass. So you can just try out the Game Pass, play this game for basically free. Um, really good deal. <clears throat> the game is called Sea of Thieves. It was developed by and published by Rare. Uh, kind of a tight-knit community over at Rare. It's, it's the same team that works on a lot of other games. And it came out in 2018, relatively new. When it was released, it was pretty bare bones. Do you remember when it was released, like the activities you oh, had to yeah. do? Yeah, just a uh, treasure, or the what were the names? There was the treasure, <laughs> the exploration kind of people, and then uh, mm -hmm. uh, the Merchant Alliance ones. Do you, do you remember the Merchant Alliance? We had to like, catch Alliance. chickens. All oh you my was, god! Like, catch a chickens. Who and the pigs? fuck wanted to do that? Yeah, <laughs> the game quickly came out with uh, some additional content, but even back in those days, it was still enjoyable. It just definitely wasn't as good as it is today. We're going to be talking about mostly the game today, um, as it is still live and everything like that. Hey guys, this episode's brought to you guys by Green Man Gaming. They're currently doing their winter sale. If you use code WINTER20, you can take an additional 20% off for the already great deals. Uh, if you use the link in the description, you'll be helping out the podcast and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, before we go too far on this episode, I want to give you guys a heads up. We changed some settings on Squeaks' mic in this episode to try to take us some of the background sound. He has a baby at home and stuff like that, it's always a concern. Uh, unfortunately, we overdid it a little bit, so he does seem to drop his volume a lot. Uh, you'll notice that some words seem to like kind of cut off, or they're not quite starting right. Uh, we have changed it again, and it's working great for the next episode coming up uh, later, probably next week when you're hearing this one. So, um, we're sorry it does sound off, and it's not quite the quality we'd like to bring you, uh, but it, it will be back up to par very soon. We appreciate you guys listening, we hope you enjoy the uh, show. We'll be streaming Sea of Thieves throughout the rest of this week, so you guys can uh, join us in on some fun. Uh, we we appreciate you hanging out with us. Y'all have a wonderful day. The the idea of the game, uh, you choose between three different ships: a sloop, a brigantine, or a galleon. The sloop is one to two players, three players for the brigantine. The brig we'll call it the brig, um, and then the galleon that one's a four player ship. You can underman it, but you definitely don't want to. That thing's a pain to control. Control. Uh, you head out there. There are many factions, uh, three primary ones and some additional ones that you want to please. Uh, you you increase your reputation with them by doing uh, different quests and missions for them and completing things. There are some storyline uh, quests involved too, which we'll talk about those later on. Um, and that's basically the point of the game is just to increase your rep. And then through the rep increasing, you could uh, unlock new vendor items that just changes your appearance in game. Can you think of another purpose? Like, what is your what is the point of playing this game? Uh, well, my point was the, for me just the the reputation. Uh, but I wasn't really really big into the treasure people. Uh, other than that, the really uh, big one is the exploration. I think it, yeah. each island is so different, and it's well before when I was doing before in day one when I was doing a lot of the treasure quests. That's who I was set on. I wanted to be high. Uh, high reputation with them so yeah. it was neat to get maps to go to different island and each island would be different. 
and sometimes might run into a, a cave that you never even would have even off the beaten path. Yeah. Um, so that, that that's my that's a exploration for sure. Yeah, exploration's a big part of it. Uh, PvP was a big part of it too, especially early on. Me and Daniel would roll around on a sloop and just have fun fighting other people, not really progressing any of our reputations, but <laughs> just getting into some PvP and and losing our ship and stuff like that. Um, as for PvP, uh, you know, you're you're fighting other ships. The idea is that once you die, you can come back to your ship, but if your ship sinks, you have a new ship on an island that's a couple islands away, so you can't really get back into the battle right away, uh, and you lose all your supplies, which is the hard part. Um, that creates a lot of the gameplay of the game is, is just trying to keep your treasure that you've amassed so far in this turn, um, trying to keep it all on your ship without somebody sinking you and stealing it. Uh, that kind of creates this thing where you're like, you're on an island, which you're always like looking out at the ocean to see if there's any other sails out there, um, which creates that tension. That's really cool. All right. I'm going to give you a one minute timer. And what you're going to do is you're going to try to summarize the story of the game. Okay. Those story missions. <laughs> do you think you could do that? I don't think I can do that, but uh, okay. I could, I could, I could put a little something together, a little okay. freestyle it. If any extra time, then go ahead and explain like the PVP and stuff like that. I could delve more into the game, but the story part is what, what your focus is. All right, and you're starting in five, four, three, two, one, go. All right, so you're a pirate, right? And you're just sitting there in a saloon, and then you're just kind of like about to start a bar fight because you're drunk. You take this guy's drink, and you didn't pay for it, right? Of course, happens to the best of us. Okay, but as soon as you get kicked out of this bar, because you get your ass beat, you receive this letter on the ground. This letter on the ground shows you this island, and what they call this world of islands, let's say that, it's called the Sea of Thieves, okay? Yeah. All these random pirates are getting these letters to come to the Sea of Thieves. They're like, what is this? Okay, we could get the most treasure, we could get uh, the fame and whatever, fame and fortune. So they all come to Sea of Thieves. That's a little background lore, okay? Because I was reading the book. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, right now, shit. Uh, is great. Ten seconds. Because <laughs> every DLC is like a different story. So I, don't know I, I legit thought you were going to be talking about like, there's this new fire pirate lord and stuff like that. Got to talk about all that. I just don't know much of the fire pirate. Yeah. Besides, okay. I remember the last time we, were, we did a uh, cave with him and he was up in the sky has there anything more dropped than that yeah oh yeah yeah there is a, quite a bit more to do thanks for the first advice. off he's now spawning <laughs> island. he's like he has these islands he spawns dudes bosses that you have to go fight and stuff like that on those islands now and you have to do that and that's even a few patches ago uh the community support by his game is pretty huge they release free content every month some free updates free new stuff i mean it's kind of unheard of really for him to be doing that um but yeah that kind of gives everybody an idea of how things are gonna go on this uh Anything else we should mention? Just kind of like get people familiar with this game. There are oh, there are some like world bosses that'll pop up. There's krakens that'll be a problem. Uh, sharks and skeletal. There's a lot of skeletons fighting skeletons. So that kind of becomes like a, a normal thing. Is is to content with those. Um, but yeah, so we have those as well. <laughs> All right, we're moving into level one. We're leveling up, guys. Our first level. All right, story. We're gonna be explaining the main uh, story plots and stuff like that. You. Yes, you do go out there. The idea is just to gain more reputation. Kind of the overall feeling is that like, oh, I want to be a pirate legend. Matter of fact, when you do hit max level, you are called a legend. And so that's kind of the idea is just to become notorious out on the open seas. There are, they, they do review these story missions to you in really unique ways that other games don't really do. 
it, now they kind of help you out. They kind of spoon feed you a little bit. But normally in other games, like, okay, you're here. Here's the story. Now go do that story. I mean, like Halo, for example, you're, you're in the story the entire time. This game, it, especially in the early days, you would not know the story was there if you didn't look for it, right? Yeah. So the first story that we're going to talk about, and we'll kind of use this one as the jumping off point because there are a lot of side ones, but we'll talk about the first one. Uh, you come across this, you know, castaway ship on an, on one of the islands, torn up to asunder, and you just happen to be checking it out, and you go into the captain's quarters of this ship, and you see a book on the table. You click on the book, and the portrait of the captain comes to life. And he starts talking to you and explaining that there is this, you know, ashen dragon ship that's like all legendary. Three of his fellow captains went to go hunt it down and they had treasure. And so you're like, well, I got to go find this awesome story, treasure, stuff like that. And he gives you this lantern and a book. And as you're completing uh, steps of this mission, the book is filling up with more pages that are giving you hints and clues. It's not telling. That's what I love. It's not telling you like, yeah, go to this island. It's like. Well, I saw three skulls and stuff like that. Everything's done that way, where it's like east, but where the sun hits the water, all those kinds of things. Um, and then you progress. Now, how how are your what are your thoughts on a story mission being? That, can you compare it to anything? I don't know too much if I could compare it to anything, but the thing the thing is like uh, it could be a first uh, of its kind. And the only reason why I say that is because Sea of Thieves came out not like that at all. Mm-hmm. So. When in a normal game, you're like, okay, that that's cool. I mean, whatever. It sounds like you're just, you're not really talking about anything new. And you're telling that little bit where the captain comes out of the portrait. I remember yeah. that. And I was just like, it's bums. <laughs> you know? It was because it was that crazy. shit yeah. just skyrockets your feelings towards the game. You're like, this is the greatest game ever. I remember saying that to you multiple times when we were in the cave and we were doing that whole fire, the fire, yeah. fire, fire pirate skeleton guy. And it's like, holy shit. Um, and then the, like the best part you said as well is that it's all free content. Yeah. It is all free. Um, yeah, so I don't know That's if I can really compare it to, to any game that I, I really know of. Like I never played a game like this before. It's weird. Cause it's like a world that you're content living in and then you stumble across story really. Now they kind of show you on the map. Like you can go here. Can I give you a hint? Kind of yeah. thing. Um, but doing that, it kind of makes it more of a completed game now well, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like no, I, I, feel I like agree there's... that was a good call, especially for players that are not like Googling, where do I go for this? You know? Yeah. Um, but I kind of felt like it was it was a unique feeling because I felt like almost like, what are you doing in my world? Like my world, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like if, if think of it this way, in my opinion, you're in Minecraft, you have your Minecraft world, you've been building for a long time, which is what we've all been doing. We've been building our rep. So you've been building for a long time. And then suddenly out of nowhere, you stumble across a village. And the village has asked you to go do something. And you're like, wait, this is a whole new like genre for the game out of nowhere. Yeah. It was such a weird change. Wonderful change, but it was really unique. Um, and so, yeah, so it's kind of hard to explain the impact of it's and, and, and if you're looking at like hours played, the story is not very big, but there's a lot of small ones and it's really quite nice. You know, I, I kind of get a, 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 a theme park ride feel to it, too. What do you think? Oh, uh, I can see that, especially because it really does uh, take you from, like, okay, like, here's you uh, getting in line to explaining of what you're about to get into. You get the thrill of, uh, well, I'm thinking of the last one we did, and I keep referencing the fire yeah. because it's fresh in my head. But yeah. to just be like, okay, here's your kind of cue. Uh, you're on this island. You're like, holy shit, this whole, like, cave entrance just opened up. Like, oh, my gosh, yeah. I'm in for it now. Like, here's the drop. 
know. Um, but I can I can I can see that I can see I like your reference. Yeah, and then uh, you know we we talked about the clues. Uh, if you're thinking of a game with like oh puzzle solving, don't think that because. If you were to walk into, oh, I go into this place and I'm playing, you know, Breath of the Wild and I got to figure out this puzzle to, to get the thing. It's not quite that. Think of it as you have to figure out a puzzle you don't know is a puzzle yet to find the entrance to where the rest of the game is. Like, you don't even know it's a puzzle yet half the time. Like, for example, yep. that room you're referencing, it's underwater. <laughs> and we had to like, I was gonna say, we had to like yeah. take a totems down there or something like that, right? We had to match a sequence before the water was uh, gonna drown us. That's right. Now on a whole um, other island. Yeah. 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 But it, there's so it, many different elements because after you do something like that, then you might get into a room where it's like all straight up fighting. So yeah. it's like it's so many different variations of what you would do in a video game in one. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent agree, uh, and I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay, let's go ahead and talk about some of the other uh, story elements because it, it has one of the, it's one of those kind of games that the story develops based off of how you play it, and and it's one of those things where like man, last night me and Squeaks were playing and a kraken showed up and we were able to fight the kraken off, but then a skeletal. Sh- so it kind of creates these stories. Do you have any of those moments kind of racked up right now that you can think of that are just like man, uh, this is one time. Um, I think, uh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> we're doing, we were doing. <laughs> We were doing PV. Oh, we we turned into doing some PV. Right. And I just remember I was like, "Fuck this kamikaze!" I took an <laughs> explosive barrel, swam yeah. to the other person's ship, got into their uh, rig. Yeah, yeah, the hold, like the bottom of the ship. Yeah, the hold. And I was like, "Guys, I'm going down with it!" And I just shot it and just blew up their boats. So great. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man, but it's crazy how this game can create stories. Like I know you have one for sure. And it's just like when we go through it, we. We get on the next day and talk about it. Yeah. What well, What is yours? What is your like uh, one you always think of? There's so many little ones, right? I'm, I've got a couple, but I'll, I'll do two fast ones. So um, when the alliances first came out, and you could alliance up with other ships and stuff like that. Us and another galleon and one sloop were aligned, allied together. Again. Well, no, maybe it was just two galleons allied together. And then we hey, were fighting other people. And we ended up having like two battle areas where we were fighting. And we had a buddy of ours with a rowboat full of the supplies. They were running out of supplies and they were telling us like, hey, we're out of supplies. So he got on a rowboat and he's rowing to them with half of our supplies to help supply them while we finished another ship off. And then we were like two galleons, like just right next to each other the entire time, roaming the seas, trying to hunt down the last of these sloops that were attacking people and stuff like it. And you got to remember that, like, yes, the people on one galleon all know each other. We made those friends mid game to like be doing that and be exchanging things through a rowboat and stuff like that. Like, it's all like we sent them cannibals and they brought back bananas. It's this whole crazy thing. Um, it was. It's just these really good stories. Another one that's funny. Sammy's been on the podcast a couple of times to review some of the obscure stuff for us, and I. It was one of the early. I think he must have been new when he's playing, but we stop at an island, and I'm like, "Stay on the ship. I'll go get the stuff. I'll be right back. Don't do nothing. Don't touch anything." <laughs> he grabs a barrel while I'm walking off. He grabs a barrel full of gunpowder, accidentally ignites it, like so he has a limited amount of time to do something, yeah. and he like. Takes it to the side of the ship and throws it, but like not far enough. And I just turn around. He's, you know, he's freaking out in Discord. I turn around and I see like the entire ship like tilt over <laughs> when he explodes the side of the ship. And I run back and repair and we're all repairing and barely. Oh, my God. It's one of those things like, OK, when I said don't touch anything, what happens? What was the difference? But yeah, it was That's just super funny. Yeah, it was I one of his first games playing. I do want to bring up another one because yeah. I was so mad at you 
one time we were playing, but I didn't <laughs> let you know. You okay. did you did something with like your internet went out. We were doing like a remember if it was like a, one of those skull islands where you have to defeat all the waves of skeletons. Mm-hmm. But there was a you glitched out on me, and then uh, you couldn't get back into it. And you're like, "Fuck it, sorry, I you had to get off or whatever." Um, but I load a bunch of treasure in a rowboat, and then I died. And you were telling me that, "Hey, that treasure still might be on the island." I was like, "Yeah, right, whatever." So I literally the rowboat was stuck somehow, way too, so I couldn't get it out. So uh, I literally sailed back to the island. I was like, "Holy shit, the rowboat's in there with all the treasure." Yeah. Got on the rowboat. And fucking 15 minutes of rowing to the nearest outpost with that little robot with all the treasure. And I was like, fucking pissed off that you left me like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. The amount of times, funny. though, like, I feel you. The amount of times <laughs> you got treasure in a robot and you're just trying to get to an island you could turn it all into. Yeah. It happens to all of us. I, I feel you, man. <laughs> I totally do. <laughs> um, okay. So that, so that kind of gives you an idea of, like, the stories that are created from this. Uh characters wise there's not a lot of characters to this game right can you let's go with duke right what other characters is there uh i guess it'd be part of the story really but even at that they're just quick stories really yeah. nothing big uh other than that because when you go to uh, a bar in a different outpost they're usually different names okay then let's go ahead and give story a grade because it's one of those things that's kind of a self-creating story so when you are grading it, you have to keep in mind the fact that this isn't really a story-based game. So, out of 30, what would you give this? Out of 30 what? What do you think? 30 cannonballs. Uh, bottles of run. Okay. All right. <laughs> story missions are so fun, though. You know? They it's, are. They're so yeah. exciting because it's something new. But I, for the game. Now, I got to try to take away that. That's what it is. It's something new for the game. It's nothing like, hey, this is the craziest story game I ever played in my life. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go 20, though. You're going 20? Yeah. I'm going 23. Uh, I do like the story that the game does provide. I think it should be more story. Uh, And and the reason I'm kind of lowering it from from a 30, right, is the fact that if you're new to the game, like we, we experienced the story coming into the game after us. If you're new to the game post story, there's a lot of little pieces and it's not like one linear story for for the most part. And it can be quite confusing. We've had friends join and kind of like be like a little lost in the game because of that. So I'm lowering it a little bit because I think there can be fine tuning. It kind of feels like Destiny 2 in that way. When you jump into Destiny 2 right now, you're like, I mean, what's going on? It's just so many different quests you can pick up and then you don't really know where you're headed. So I think think those um, are fair scores. um, I think... uh creates this world but we have stuff that you can read because i'm reading a novel right now yeah and it does give you that's how i was like okay let me come up with the story because shit, i don't know so the story missions are kind of just like these one big missions and that's it mm-hmm. um they give it like a backstory now i know they have a art book that shows you like descriptions so it's not really so much of that world of warcraft chronicles book you got Right, right, right. It's not like a textbook necessarily. It's not so much like that, but it does give you lore of uh, animals and islands, I believe. So I believe the story's out there. It's kind okay. So it's kind of like Overwatch. I was waiting for that. The story's yeah, story's out there, but it's not in the game. You're gonna have to explore for it. You're gonna have to go on a treasure hunt. Oh boy, I'm sold now. I gotta go. (laughs) Hold on, Amazon.com. Yeah, I and I agree that it's awesome, but you you can't let that influence your grade that's why it has to be dinged a little bit i mean like i, I yeah. wish there was a way for, like if all they would have to do is take those novels 
and put some of that content in game, then I'd be sold. Like make it a book I yeah. found somewhere. Like I would love to venture off with the one pirate that you've been seeing for the like a month in a bar, and next thing you know, you're like he actually becomes a character. Yeah, like That'd be really that cool. you would. Maybe the the next patch would be the next story that he kind of pops in, but you always see him at a bar, you know, something like that. So we're like, oh shit, like you know Duke, okay, and like okay, I know Captain James, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck, like Captain James is that guy that I went on this story mission with, and whatever. And now he like always just chills and says hi to you here and there. That would be really cool. Yeah, the character like you do these missions, and then you see the characters randomly on islands somewhere, yeah, like living their life, being pirates as well. Yeah, that'd be really a smart idea. All right, next is gameplay, and I think this is kind of the highlight of the game. Well, meh. it's one of the highlights of the game. We're going to go over the basics, controls, and movements, and combats. Uh, you want to break down combat and what you think of it, both yeah, personal so, and ship. So Okay. So, hand-to-hand combat. Well, okay, so, yeah. You yourself, hand-to-hand combat, you get the sword. Mm-hmm. Nothing, and you get a gun. Nothing that you have is... Uh, Okay, all the cosmetics to your weapons, I'll get this out of the way, do nothing for skill-wise. Literally just for looks. Yeah. Um, it's basic, but it's almost like for someone like me that just wants a little bit more basic in video games, it's kind of perfect. Um, and not too complex. I don't have to craft shit. I don't have to sharpen something. All I have to worry about is make sure I grab some ammo out of the ship before I get off of it. Um, but a little bit is too basic because i almost feel like we're you just click it three times and you're swinging your sword yeah okay? and the skeleton's yeah. doing the same thing that's it it's almost it's almost like there's no skill base really to it unless you can maybe like jump back real quick but honestly i feel like i get hit no matter what um it uh let's do guns that's sword so guns is a little better you have to do your aiming okay but it's nothing like really complex aiming it's nothing really hard or anything um and same with when you're fighting the enemy by yourself. As long as you can kind of run, they can kind of miss you. Uh, but sometimes it really does feel like, holy fuck, how can you hit pretty much yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, bastard. <laughs> and that's pretty much um, it, it. And that's really it for the weapons. You get a very little amount of ammo, I feel like. So you need to make sure you rush back to the ship or whatever your game plan is. Find some ammo on an island. Usually that's there. Um also, for health, you're uh, eating fruits, worms now. You can eat worms, right, for a little bit of health? You can, but they get you sick. Yeah, that you can, yeah. but you'll be throwing up the whole time. So you can find, like, the coconuts, bananas, whatever. You heal yourself also. Um, but at the same time, you could be getting shot at, whatever, while you're healing yourself. Healing it's a yourself. tough combo to sit there and try to, like, heal yourself. And then, like, if it's a boss fight, for example, you have to, like, hide to be able to eat enough to heal yourself and then expose yourself again. So nothing like ground combat is really like super rewarding. Uh, I think mostly uh, everything that um, we have our like moments and highlights are everything on the ship. Yeah. And the reason why I say that now is because those the cannons, they're not, they're kind of tough to shoot like to and, and yeah. to aim. You are like really like trying to get that right uh, projectile to hit your target. Um but when you do and you get better at it, you're like, holy shit, I'm on fire. I hit this like ghost ship five times in a row. This thing yeah. needs to go down. Um, but because of that, it's super rewarding to me. And uh, once you hit that, hit your target and you get that little like doo-ding, whatever that noise it makes. Yeah. Oh, you're just like, yes, I got it from way out there. This Megalodon way out there. And I can't even see. And I hit that bitch. 
We'll talk um, about that in the future with audio design a little bit, but it is important to note that during combat, uh, music tells you what's going on. Like you'll know what you're about to fight if a boss is showing up by the song that's coming on. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's a kraken or whatever, you know. Yeah. Oh man, when it starts to play, and the kraken pops up. You're like, just like, Beak. load the treasure <laughs> on the rowboat. We're getting out of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all rewarding. And plus, on top of that, is when you're, uh, it really feels like you're. Okay, so like me, you, and John, like we're really focused on like, okay, we got twos on the cannon, we got one, maybe one repairing, we got one dropping yes. the cells and trying to drive at the same time. So once we're, once we accomplish something like, hey, uh, to win this battle, we had to focus on cells, we had to focus on steering, we had to make sure we got some repairs. We also had to hit them as well. And you just like, when you win that battle, you're just like, ah, relax. Let's it just get that treasure and go teamwork. now. Teamwork. I I love I love the teamwork aspect of this game. Uh, we all kind of have these roles that we fall into, right? Usually I'm the one sailing, and you guys are better at shooting. Uh, you often are the one that would board the ship if we're going to be doing that tactic <laughs> and stuff like that. We all have kind of these like things. We just like when it's. It reminds me so much of Star Trek when all of a sudden you hear that red alert, and like okay, so everybody knows where they're going. We have the same thing yeah. where everybody. And I've been on other ships with other players, and it's the same kind of thing. Um. But yeah, it feels good. And you, that communication of like, well, I got to go get more cannonballs. So, okay, I know that the guns are going to be down for a little bit. Or Squeaks is like, I got a barrel. I'm jumping over. Okay, he's going to be over there. Um, or I'm going to be telling you guys, hey, I'm turning around. We'll get a better shot. Like that communication and stuff like that in that game is so important. And you're so right in the fact that when you win, it just, it feels so good. That, that teamwork thing feels so, so good. Yeah. Sure. I like that reference. I like that Star Trek reference because it's, it's really true because when shit hits the fan, when a megalodon happens or the ghost ship happens, we kind of know the roles and what we could count on each other to do. Yeah, yeah that's really good. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, controls. It's a first person, first person game, so you're you know you're up close. Controls are pretty basic. It does have some extra little neat things that are really cool. So if you press I on the keyboard, I'm not sure what it is on the controller. Uh, you bust out your instrument and you start playing. And this is gonna sound real basic and stupid to everybody, but you start playing an old sea shanty, and it's it's kind of hard to explain this how this works, but you're kind of the lead in the band. And then it says Squeaks comes up to me, and he brings out his guitar, and I'm playing a uh, whatever, um, whatever name a name a thing. Is it a xylophone? What is that thing? We'll just say drums. I'll say I know I, accordion. Okay, thank drums. you. I'll say I'm playing the accordion, accordion actually. So I'm playing the accordion. You bring up the the whatever the guitar, and then Jonathan brings over the hurdy gurdy, and you guys will sync up to the song I'm playing. And, and we'll all go. Then we can stop playing and then say, you start playing, you'll take the lead, and then we join you. It's so basic, and yet it's one of the neatest things, because there's a lot of sailing in the game. Sometimes you're just in between islands. Yeah. Um, I, it's just like the little things that make us, that make the game more enjoyable. That's all it is. And uh, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of, what else is another thing they have? I thought they had a, they had something else that, no, it's just the music though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there's like there's harpoon guns on the ship, and you would think like, oh, cool, so you could harpoon things. No, it's great for grabbing treasure, grabbing your friends. It's really cool when you could use it to bank an island real fast because you like shoot it at a rock and it makes the ship turn a little bit faster. Uh, for movement wise, something really to key. I mean, yeah, run, you're running around; and it's not that big of a deal when you're on foot. But the ship itself, you have uh, sails, and then you have more if you have a bigger ship. You know how that works. You have to sail with the wind, and so there's when it's a bigger ship, there's you know a galleon. You have four men on those ship. Uh, you have to be able to coordinate like, hey, everybody, you know, you take care of the middle one, you take care of the front one. Or you have one guy running up and down and frustrated with everybody else. Um, 
but to, to take advantage of all the sails and stuff like that. And uh, controlling the ship is is tricky, but not like impossible to learn, right? It's kind of like simple, but still fun and challenging, right? Yeah, and it's definitely, uh, I would say challenging at first because you're like, hold on, I got to leave the wheel to go yeah. like turn a sail because the wind is now against me. Um, and then, but once you um, kind of learn that it's, it's pretty nice when you go to like in a group of three or something like that and we kind of could all just streamline but when you're by yourself it could get a little overwhelming because you're like holy shit hold on am i still on course did i lose you know did i lose track of where i was going um but then after you get that after you get that uh up to i don't know up to speed of what you're doing it really becomes easy when you're by yourself and you're on, you're on that little ship float yeah it, it feels almost like I don't want to equate it to this. It is like you're actually sailing, but it kind of feels like when you're driving, for example, like sometimes when you're driving, you're just like, yeah, I got here, but I don't necessarily remember the, like the drive park. So I was thinking about, you know, South Park or something. And so it's kind of like that where it's just like, yeah, I'm sailing right now, but I'm keeping an eye on other ships and I'm working on my, I'm looking at my map the whole time. So you're paying a lot less attention to the actual sailing process as you get good. So in the beginning, it could be overwhelming, but it does get easier over time for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go into, you know, the options, the menus, the shops. This game is big on shops. It does have, like, microtransactions. But this is the game I use as an example of where microtransactions could be good. Because they give us free content every month. And every so often, they put out a new pet you can buy. Uh, how Have you bought? Yeah, well, actually, I know you bought at least one. Yeah. Have you bought any extras? No, just the parrot. Just had to get okay. the parrot with the eye patch. <laughs> I've got the now monkey and I bought the, the dog. The dog, okay. Yeah, uh, I know you bought a second one. animal. Yeah. Okay. And then you, know, you have a name for your dog. I think I named him Beans after my first dog. Yeah, my okay. my other one. Um, <laughs> what about you? What's the name of that parrot? Doggo. Well, I'll help you win. <laughs> it's as simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> and then <laughs> I don't think you can do it with the birds, but I do it a lot with my monkey and dog. You can actually load them into the cannons and shoot them, and like, <laughs> and then they come back. You didn't know that? Uh, I didn't. I don't know if I could do it with my bird though. I don't think I've ever tried it with my bird. We'll have to try it. <laughs> Just like feathers coming out, not the bird itself. Yeah. Um, but yes, the dog and stuff <laughs> respawns, so you're not they're not gone for too long. Um, okay, so anything else in gameplay wise? Well, okay, so let's go with this real quick. What are some of the things we encounter, and what are they like? Uh, we mentioned the kraken a few times. Can you explain what the kraken's like? Uh, basically, uh, you're gonna like you said with the music again. It kind of goes. Just go. Think you're peacefully gonna turn into this treasure. You're like, bam. Music hits, you're like, okay, you're looking around. What the yeah. shit's going on, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of see the sea get darker. You're like, yes. oh, okay, what's going on? And then you just see these flocking arms come out, of the, come out of the water. You're just like, I just wasted. Literally, when that happens to me, I'm like, fuck, I just wasted two hours of my freaking life in this game. Because <laughs> it's gone. So I'm not getting much. out of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you? Well, I mean, I. If I have a good crew with me that I trust, I've been able to take yeah. the Kraken pretty easily. I've done it once, yes. Yeah, okay. When you're soloing, have you ever done it solo? Oh, I just give up. <laughs> I've done it once, and it was... Because part of Sea of Thieves is, like, creating these tense moments where you feel like all is lost, and you're just, like, right on the edge of falling apart. Like, oh, man, so many times when you're bucketing the water out as fast yeah. as it's filling, and it was like, mm. how does this end? I don't know. <laughs> My, you know, internet goes out. Um, so you're trying your hardest or something like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, but yeah, so the, the Kraken is really good. The idea is that you're shooting the tentacles as they come up, but of course the tentacles are hitting the ship or they're wrapping the ship up. Um, and they're grabbing crew members, which is really hard because they'll throw, they keep the crew members in the air, which is tough. Um, 
And then you have that dramatic music the whole time, which is really good dramatic music. Uh, we have the Megalodons, the giant ship, the uh, giant sharks. They circle the ship and then they come, they come in for big chomps sometimes and the idea is to shoot them twice while they're doing that. Uh, that's probably the easiest of the big bosses. But every boss you kill, by the way, drops loot, so there's a reason to stop and fight it. Um, what are some of the other bosses that we encounter on the system? Uh, I like the uh, ghost uh, ghost ship. What you would reference well, it as? There's ghost skeletal, skeletal ships ship. and there's ghost ships now. This, I don't think you've played since ghost ships are out, which shows no. how dated you are on this one. Yeah, there's <laughs> ghost ships now. But the skeletal ships, uh, why don't you explain those? Skeleton ships, okay, I remember the first time encountering it and it was with you actually. And I was we were just selling on something and the music of course changes. But that thing popped up at the perfect angle of my camera and then yeah. just perfect enough like distance wise. That thing just came shot up right out of the ocean, right in front of yeah. me and dropped down and I'm just like I don't know whether to shit myself or just have this <laughs> massive boner because that was the coolest thing I've seen. And see it the longest time. I was like, this looks amazing. And yeah, we tore that thing up, but yeah. It was just like, wow, I love the hell when you encounter it when it first actually pops up and not just kind of when you see it from a distance. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're great. And this the skeletons or the skellies, they'll call them at rare, uh, are kind of a common enemy. Um so those are the bosses you kind of encounter as you're going, but there are also like events, and we'll go we'll go over all the events, but we'll explain kind of the primary one is these fortresses. They're islands that are around that are like abandoned fortresses. And every so often you'll see a skull in the clouds above one of them. And that one means it's active. So you go over there and you're fighting waves of these skeletons, the same things that would be on the ships, uh, until you can finally get down all of them in the final boss. And it unlocks this treasure room. And you're trying to, you get all the treasure and you bring it to the to outpost and you know, you're rich, right? The problem is, is once people see that skull is gone, that means that somebody just finished it and that skull, that treasure room is open. So all ships converge. And a lot of times you're fighting off other other players to try to get the bounty that you actually have earned and they have a chance of stealing it from you. And the way you're shaking your head, Squeaks, I think you've been on the other side of this. Can you Have you been? Yeah, it's a dick-ass move. That's what it is. <laughs> it is so frustrating that people try to... You're just like... Oh, man. Just how much time and hard work you did to do it to to get that reward right because those those uh fortresses are no joke they take time a lot uh, of time yeah they do and uh and then coordinating it too because we'd be like me you daniel and john whatever it's like one staying on the ship so we make sure we doesn't reset uh, i know yeah. we haven't talked about that but when you all die pretty much the like fortress starts over yeah. uh but we position ourselves so it, it would that wouldn't happen to us but to do all that and then just have this little punk ass from out of nowhere <laughs> come and try to uh take your shit too she's like come on man i just spent freaking 30 minutes trying to fight off the waves of skeletons and i gotta deal with your ass yeah yeah now it's frustrating okay but we've been on that other side i know you're that's the greatest thing in the world <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> I got another story for you guys. This is a really fun one for us. Uh, we came in on... Okay, so there is one fortress that's actually the hardest one to unlock. You have to die in multiple different ways so that you can like die by shark, die by lightning, which die by lightning is really hard to do. And that, and anyway, so you bring these lanterns that, are, that show that you died that way to unlock this big one. Well, we approached, we approached that one with a galleon, uh, full crew, and we... <laughs> We fought off a galleon that was there to steal the treasure from the people that already won it, which was a brig mm. uh, or something like that. And so we fought the galleon off. We parked our galleon next to it. And then that galleon kept returning to fight us. 
while we were fighting, the two guys hiding on the island try to protect the treasure that they unlocked the fair way. And so we're in between thieves and you know actual conquerors fighting them both <laughs> off. Um, how I remember, like I think we, we we sunk them a few times. I think we finally killed the two guys. I remember very well taking a rowboat and we. Oh, by the way, there was a hurricane above us, which means the ships, all the get navigation oh, is off. God. The right. compass spins and the ship slowly fills with water. So you have to make sure to be careful that. I took a rowboat. I filled all the treasure on the rowboat and ended up rowing out in the middle of the storm while you guys were ended up kiting the, the galleon away and fighting it the whole time. And then once they are far away, I think they turned back to the island to try to see what they can get anything, but they didn't know that I had the rowboat. Do you remember I think that? That's right. I remember shooting cannons off the island at their ship. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it, we ended up using to those make cannons it, too. Yeah, to make it seem like okay, like we're still here. I remember yeah. you were doing your own thing. Uh, I do remember that because I remember coming on the island and you were explaining that to me on how you need all those lanterns that lit, in, or yeah. lit up. And I was like, oh, wow, i never seen this before. I do remember that, I think, actually. Yeah. And so they yeah. they were chasing our galleon for a bit, but then, yeah, you must have been shooting from the island. So it was, was shooting off the island, yeah. And they're like, oh, they're back there. There must be treasure. So then they turned back. Of course, the treasure was gone. So yeah. then we, we had the rowboat meet up with the galleon. We turned in stuff. We got all kinds of achievements for getting such an awesome island done. <laughs> and meanwhile, guys, you got to remember, there's two big galleons fighting each other, two massive ships fighting each other. We're both thieves. We were not the ones that actually finished the island that took an hour to finish the island. Uh, no, those guys are dead and gone <laughs> and are upset. Um, so many oh, times man. you get offline and you're just like, I fucking hate this game. I'm never coming back. Yeah. And it's like, next day. <laughs> <laughs> then you just wake up and you're on a slope like, all right, here you go. What island am I going to dig a hole in now? <laughs> oh, man. So <laughs> gameplay, again, we're bringing up more stories. Really good. Uh, let's go ahead and give this another score out of 30. What are you thinking? Just for gameplay? Just gameplay on this one. I'm going 27. 27? I went 28. Oh. Yeah, pretty close. Um, why, why the high score? Why 27? Because it's, even though the ground combat is so basic, yeah. it's the, the, the stories that we share when we're on the ship, or even when the ground combat, because when we're doing those fortresses, why not? It's the elements of teamwork like gameplay like yeah there yeah. you go like teamwork and whatnot because nothing of it seems in intense but it's just like the the finding the treasures the finding yeah. the 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 chickens and killing the skeleton captains while running into a megalodon or a kraken or the ghost ships or even the storms an enemy also i mean and always watching out for approaching ships like the entire time exactly. even when trying to catch a chicken you're always watching out for a ship that's trying to roll up on you and take your stuff exactly yeah. because even at that because you're like dude i don't have shit i just have a chicken well they don't know that so they're gonna yeah. think you're they're gonna assume that you have you know five quests completed and that yeah. thing's filled with chess um so that's why it's my high score it's definitely the memorable moment, moments um this is honestly probably one of my favorite games of all time yeah. Uh, so that's why, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I know we're scoring more, but yeah. So what about yours? Okay. Well, uh, mine, mine's 20, 28 and, and, and let's talk about that of all time thing. Cause it's actually my, in my top three. How, mm. how where do you think it is on yours? Just in general, we'll go into that uh, hall of fame thing, which I think it's on our hall of fame, no matter what right now, but yeah, I think it's definitely going to be like a top seven. Yeah. 
that's still really good. There's a lot of great games out there. Yeah. What, 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 right. What's your top three? I'm curious now. Just World of Warcraft, Minecraft, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, that's some good games right big, there. Big uh, open. I can see you have a specific genre. The open world. Yeah. Like big open world yeah. games. <laughs> we'll have to go into your seven at some point. That sounds like it's going to be. I, yeah, I'm yeah. surprised it's isn't higher, so we'll see where that's at. We should, we should do, we should do that actually, like a top, top ten or something of our yeah. personal games. Yeah. yeah, of all time, that'd be really good. Yeah. Actually, that'd be really good because Red Dead's number four. Um, oh yeah, Red Dead Two, Red Dead Two, yeah. Okay, which you haven't played yet, correct? Oh, I played a little bit, and then I was just like, man, I fucking delivering packages on Death Stranding is better than just riding a horse all day. Oh, that's disgusting. That's so terrible that you said that. <laughs> Listen, we did a level up for it. We had a um, uh, Monty Kyle, the streamer, come on and do that. So listen to our level up about Red Dead. And then you'll be like, I should play this game. And you'll be right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So mine was 28. I, I, it dropped a little bit because of, yes, ground combat. I think it should be more complicated. Mm -hmm. I think it should be more too. Okay. Let's move on to level three. We're leveling up, guys. Next level is design. We're going over graphics. We have level design, character design, cutscenes, and stuff like that. Um, let's... I know we want to talk about the ocean. We'll, we'll hold off on that for just a hot second. <laughs> Let's talk about the cutscenes in this game are not necessarily cutscenes. They're more about the NPCs in the world actually talking. And how do you how do you like that compared to like a stop cutscene? Okay, now you're back to your character. Which way do you prefer? Um, I, I, I like this way because it really makes yeah. you feel like you're in the conversation, like you're actually engaging, like you're wanting to directly look at the the ghosts pirate that you want to help out that came out of the captain's quarter right um so it definitely feels like i'm engaging instead of me where if a cut scene happens i'm like okay well i don't have to worry about touching anything i just kind of just sit there and chill hopefully not get tempted to grab my phone sometimes to kind of just like listen while i focus yeah. on something else um so it really got uh for me to engage with everything that was happening around me um do you like it this way too or were you kind of just like would you like to see your character maybe and like in a cut scene i think i prefer cutscenes just because they can look so cinematic and like i would like to see what what the cinematic team over at rare can do with some big shit battles and stuff like that that, that are just yeah. neat to look at this is really cool though and when they started to bring in more and more of the characters talking it was kind of mind-blowing so I, I do give them really good props on that but yeah i think cutscenes is actually my favorite uh let's move into character design uh everything seems to be kind of cartoony uh in a way how would you describe the character design in this game um, I always go back to this because this is well, actually one of my favorite art designs ever, but it's really like the Disney infinity characters. Yes. If, if anybody like remembers those, that type of style, um, blocky ish, uh, maybe because it's really like shapes. Everything has like a layer yeah. to it and it it's has a over stylized. Um, yeah. I'm also thinking team fortress too. So if you guys could think of team okay. fortress too, yeah. it's similar to that, that as one. well. Yeah. Um, and I love the style. I, I know I like BlizzCon. We were, there were statues and stuff, and I was like, okay, I have to buy this because this is my favorite thing. I, I just love that style. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are, are you a fan of this, or would you want something well, to seem I more like realistic-ish? No, I like this better because it stands the test of time. When they do realistic, which, uh, you know, Skull and Bones or whatever it's called, the Ubisoft one's coming up, they went for the more realistic thing. When technology advances, those don't age well. But if you look back at games that went with a stylized look, a great example is Minecraft. Minecraft isn't going to get much sharper than that. And it's fine yeah. because they're not going for that. So it lasts a lot longer. And same thing with these over, like the characters and like that, everything, all the details more bubble shaped. So it's a little bit safer. Uh, it'll last a lot longer, which is good because this game and the way it plays, you can tell it's meant to be around for a long time. 
and not necessarily something that you can, oh, I'm done and I beat it and I'm out. You know, that's not really how this game works. So, yeah. Uh, lastly, level design, islands, ocean. What do you think? Oh, man. Besides just islands and ocean, the freaking sky. Man, when it's dark oh, out yeah. and you see all those stars, you're like, man, I could just literally... Feels like I'm just sitting on my roof and I'm just mm-hmm. staring up because I could just look at that beautiful thing all day with the purples yeah. and the blues together. Uh, it literally just feels like you're in this dome. Um, the the islands are um, very pretty. Uh, I know sometimes when you get to the ashen ashen area that you'll get like the volcano type of feel, and then sometimes you get the little tiny mini tropical island feel, and sometimes you get this like forest jungly. Uh, feel too but that's not like so much of the highlight as the sky and the ocean itself that ocean is the same thing as the sky you just sit there uh you have like for my pc max settings and i'll just look at the ocean and i'll just i'll just sit right there (laughs) while if someone else is steering i'm like okay i'm good (laughs) the ocean itself like when i'm sailing especially when i'm by myself because i used to when when minecraft or i'm sorry when sea of thieves was early i would like have a stressful day or have a stressful whatever and then i'm gonna play some sea of thieves and i would just go around do missions but a lot of it was just kind of like hanging out on my sloop watching the waves you could see like the way the lighting works in this game really great lighting in this game like the light will come through a cresting uh, part of the water or like a, a, an uptick in the wave and you can actually see through it and like the ocean dynamics is just unreal there's been times we're in in a in a hurricane or whatever and like there's big swells and you don't see it when you're on the normal ocean because it's not like oh the ocean is you know rough like actually the ocean is rough in certain points that it is not in a kind of you notice that your ship goes off course a little bit easier. But when you're in the uh, hurricanes, I don't know if you've noticed this before, but you'll have swells that are taller than the ship and you're actually like riding almost in a valley and you're like, okay, we got to get up this thing and stuff like that. It actually kind of is dynamic. Um, that ocean, I could stare at it all day. It's just really beautiful, really great mix of the blues and greens. The sunsets. You were talking about the nighttime. I'm talking about the sunsets and sunrises. Uh if you guys, uh, we always like to suggest Twitter accounts you should be following. The Sea these Twitter account is fantastic. Uh, people will post their pictures of like sunsets and stuff like that on the ships. And they, they, they're so picture, picturesque. They're beautiful. Uh, actually, our very last gaming session, I don't know if you were there with us. Uh, we were out there looking on the islands. We are following clues. Because like, a lot of the missions are like, you open up a piece of paper and it says, um, look for the, the dead skeleton that liked bunnies. And then you find the skeleton that died with like a rabbit skeleton with or whatever. Well, we were out there, and I noticed that it was sunset. The light was going through a tree on the island. Actually, we were back on the boat, and that tree was, I would say, like three miles away from us. But because the sun was settling just right, you could see the shadow of the tree on our boat. And I'm like, you know how tricky the lighting is to be able to deliver that far? Like, mm-hmm. like just the way that you can kind of see how it's affecting things. It's just wonderful lighting uh, when it comes to the trees and stuff like that. Really great game. The, the design team on this game, uh, environmentally-wise, I uh, just just killed it all around. Um, Is it when the lighting, well, when the lighting hits the ocean, sun or or dark? Yes. Sometimes you just stare at like the perfect, uh, the waves, the perfect waves when it has the whole like what do you call it, the foam with yes. the lighting because it gets that glossy feel. So you're like, man, this is unbelievable. The best ocean water I've ever seen. One hundred percent agree. Yeah. Even games that go for the more realistic look. The ocean yeah. in Sea of Thieves looks better. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's let's touch the last part of design is audio, and this game's got a lot of important audio. Uh, audio is used as an indicator. There's, the HUD is super minimalistic. So when there's a threat, you'll hear a different little 
it'll be like a small little tune. It's not like it's playing a full song. It's like a small little tune that indicates Skeletal Fleet's coming up or something like that. Um, even when you have the sails like perfectly set to catch the wind, like perfect, you hear like a dun dun dun, and it's just like it's just a real small tune that tells you like, oh yeah, I'm 100 in the wind. What do you think about the audio in this game? Well, what I like besides just kind of like those uh, notification sounds is uh, when you're on the island and you, there's no music that you listen for those footprints. Like, oh shit, I know that a skeleton is just dug up from the ground and it's now kind of coming at me. Um, the same thing is when you're digging uh, and you're looking for that treasure and you, uh, you you dig one shove one shovel full and it's just dirt. Okay, but then when you hit that treasure chest and you hit that dunk, you're like, oh yeah. shit, I found it. Like little things like that, not so much with the music, but the things that make you uh your environmental awareness yeah, yeah. that's why really like yeah there's a lot of that too there's a lot of like you know you got chickens and stuff like that making their little sounds and the trees and stuff like that are really good um, kind of like the ashen area when you know you know when there's going to be an eruption of a volcano or those waves that are shoot up in the sky yeah you can start to feel the island you can start to you hear yeah. the like the rumbling and the distance almost um yeah, and and then yeah, of course you have the notifications, and then and then the, just the environment, all around clearly designs really good for us. What is your score for design? Thirty out of thirty, easy. One hundred percent on board. Thirty yeah. out of thirty. Yeah. And I hate to be such a sellout, but man, so <laughs> freaking good. All right, so we're moving into the bonus level that we found in a hidden cave uh, that we used, unlocked a puzzle, and we're in now. We're finding all this cool treasure. In here, we have 10 points that we can uh, assign, 1 to 10, to adjust our score. So what we're going to do, I'll edit this part out, we're going to add up our score so far and see where we're at, okay? So let's add up our score. Go ahead and you do yours. All right, so my overall score is an 82. And Squeaks, what is yours? 77. Okay, so you have 10 points. What are you doing? Are you going to use all 10 or are you going to go to less? And you have to kind of justify why you're using so much. Uh, I'm, I might have to use all 10 to bump it up to at least 87 because honestly, this game is, a like I said, it's definitely one of the top games that I've ever played in my life. Uh, it's beautiful. I always come back to it, whether it's just like a text message from you or John, that's always on here playing yeah. Sea of Thieves. Which John um, just texted us earlier today. He's like, Hey, you know it for some C? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's like, man, I just got done watching some really shitty ass Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I could really go for a good quality pirate game. Yeah, <laughs> you know? so, some of the stories that came out of Sea of Thieves are better than what we've been seeing from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh God! Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely, I would give this. So you know, honestly, on my level up, I could go top as eighty-seven, mm -hmm. basically B. Uh, unfortunately, I do want to get that even higher, but yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, it's that first section story mode. We really need more story, and you guys would be up higher. That's basically because, where it comes out because the story missions are just mind blowing. Yeah, they are, that, but there's just happens. so little of them. And when you're done yeah. with them, you're like, well, we got to wait till next month when there's a content update. Hopefully they're updating the story because it will take a few months before they update the story. I mean, we're not complaining. We're happy to have new ships and stuff, but you know, it takes a while. Uh, I'm giving it the full 10 as well. We're going to go all yeet on this. We're going 92 for me, A minus. Um, I, 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 it's well-deserved. It's 100% worth it. So 92 for me, 87 for you. I think it's great. Uh, we're going into the boss battle. We hit it with the pros and the cons. Um, okay, so great design. Beautiful game all around. Shit battles are a blast. You got to play with friends. Can you? Do you think this game is anywhere near these scores if you just play by yourself? No, not at all. Because it's, a, it's the experiences that we create together that makes us love this game even more. Yeah. Um, 
I think uh, it's it's neat to play by yourself and really explore, but it's really quiet. And uh, you you need those people with you. And it's unfortunate because then a lot of people have those uh, have uh, a group of people that they could game with on the same games. Yeah. Uh, so it's unfortunate for them and it sucks because uh, I would really like everybody to experience it this way. Um, but it's a whole it's nine day. From yeah. single player to multiplayer. Yeah, it really is because when I play by, when I play by myself, my intentions are to get missions done and to relax. It's a relaxing game. When I play with the group, it's not that. It's a lot more yeah. kind of high stakes. Let's go big because you know, hey, we have a galleon. Hey, we have a brig. Let's go big. Um, and yeah, so I think you're right on that. I think you're 100 percent correct. Where it's just one of those things where it's amazing that it's a whole different game and it's yeah. it really does. It plays differently. You know, you don't even really experience like. If you're playing solo and you come across a Kraken, most of the time you're just going to bail. You're going to lose it. What as a team, it could be 30 minutes of this epic battle and stuff like that that are really yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, where to buy it, guys? So you can pick this up on the Microsoft Store. Uh, you can play it on the PC and the Xbox, uh, all the systems, Xbox Series X and all that jazz. Um, really, if you have the Xbox One, it plays just as good, just, beautif- just as beautifully. Um, it does have ray tracing on the Series X, though, so that's kind of the plus there. Uh, and then on the PC, I think the controls are, are just fantastic and you can adjust a few things if you need to, but it really is good. They have uh, great controls. It's a really good game all around. Uh, let's look at the fun facts of this game. There are not a lot of like trivia and fun facts of this game, but I will throw out this. Uh, Rare is really cool about supporting the streamers of the game and the early beta testers. Uh, if you're out on the islands, you'll see skulls and different notices, wanted signs up. Uh, and you'll notice the names look a little weird, like, oh, hey, this this is for uh, XX Pirate XX. Those guys are streamers and early beta testers for the game. And that's how they honored them, is by actually putting their name in the game and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, a lot of internet memes, well, like, there's this one guy that, like, tried to eat a banana with the thing on or whatever. That meme is actually in the game, too. Like, there's actually a skeleton mm. with a banana on us, and he's got a name. Um, stuff like that. So it's just pretty neat. But, yeah. Um, but otherwise, there's not a lot of, like, hidden trivia for this game it's just a really well-built game by rare <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do uh all right that's it for us anything I else do, you want to get uh, out there yeah i want to bring something up uh the future of this team do we see them how how long do we see sea of thieves uh being supported and then for the fact that will they eventually create another game can we get the same experience in space or can we I mean, I don't know. What, what Can we see something else from them? I would like to see them double the size of the map and double the amount of people that are on it. Like, like that's sure. the next step, is actually adding more map and more people at one time so that you sure. can get this, like, four, five, six galleon battles going on. Because there's arenas, uh, yeah. too. We didn't talk much about arenas, but to, there's arenas, but that's not really the whole, the heart of the game. Um, I would like to see that. What would you want to see out of the future of this game? Um, the, I, I like that. Um, I agree with you on that to make it make it bigger it could be a little stressful now you're encountering more ships but you know they're right there but there's not many times if ever we've gotten to ship battles and it's more than just you and the one other ship um so adding that third one to kind of just like uh kind of just jump one another Mm -hmm. whatever they pick uh definitely is a game changer but I would like to see what else are in the minds of Rare and this yeah. team. I would like to see a different, you know, give me a space game, but the same, you know, everything oh, about it. You know? Yeah, actually, like yeah, a sequel yeah. series. 
Yeah. 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 Space of Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that perk up you just in your chair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I but why not that. Space Pirates? Why not? Why not? Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, um, they, I mean, well, well, they do have a game coming out right now. I don't think they're going to do anything crazy right now because they got Perfect Dark coming out soon. That's what they're currently yeah. working on. Which yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. And which yeah, is cool because I mean, there's, not I think that. there's already a Perfect Dark ship. If not, there will be another one. They do a lot of Microsoft yeah. and Rare ships. Uh, the Halo ship. There's a Gears of War ship. All really, really cool. So those are pretty worth worth grabbing. But yeah, good call on that. What are they going to be in the future? If you guys have any ideas on what might be coming up, what what you'd want to see in the future of Sea of Thieves, let us know on the social medias. Let us know how you liked the game and what your score was. Uh, all on the social media, guys. Uh, the next level up, we're still working on it. Jonathan has been plugging away on that Assassin's Creed trying to beat that game <laughs> he wanted to do for December. Not happening. So he's shooting for January. So in February, we're probably going to be talking about see, uh, yeah. uh, a next Assassin's Creed. Uh, he's trying hard. But yeah, we'll pick a game for you guys. I know I'm also supposed to be playing uh, Dark Souls. Uh, Kyle wants to You're going to play Dark Souls? I know. <laughs> I like how you said that because, yes, <laughs> I might have to stream that. But uh, Kyle wants to do a level up for that one. So I'm like, okay, yeah, he, if you want to come back, I'm down for that. Uh, so, But if you have any other suggestions, guys, for level ups, let us know. We're willing to buy and play the game and give it a review. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. And we'll see you guys later on. Bye. <laughs>